guys, uh, we just reviewed um, Elvis. So if you missed it, uh, go back there and, and, and listen to that too. Yeah. Um, but hey, welcome to Mean Girls Interrupted. Welcome. I know, it's, I know it sounds like we're quiet right now, but we're about to get loud. We're about to get so loud. We're about to, um, what would you say? Do you, should, John, do you think that we should tap a fork on the side of our glass to get everyone's attention? Yes. But just clap ding, ding. really hard. Um, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll just skip it. Yeah, uh, skip that. So welcome to Mean Girls <laughs> Interrupted, which is a movie review podcast. And I'm John. And I'm Travis. And like, follow, comment, rate, review, and uh, make sure you uh, go to meangirlsinterrupted.com uh, to get all this information to how to email us at meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. Just email us. So when John says email us, he means go ahead and go to meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com and just say hi or say, hey. Tell us I what you want us to movie. do. I watched this movie. What do you guys think of it? And we'll probably watch that movie. Yeah. And uh, or just general comments, uh, slander. Yeah. Uh, if, okay. a, abuse. What about? Yes, we love the abuse. It's something we're into. Uh, so what if you have an opinion of a movie that we watched? You can email us. Tell us why yeah. we're wrong or tell us what we missed. Yeah, because we only got an hour to talk about this stuff and we're going to miss things. Okay? We do miss things. We and go off we the rails our, frequently. John, we're constantly going off the rails, but that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. I know, I know it is. Yeah. I hope everybody else agrees because yeah. we're just being Miley. We're just being Miley. We're just being a, Miley. Are we, are, we, are we dated at that point whenever we're like, we're just being Miley? Or is she so iconic that people know what that is, that reference is from? I would think people would hopefully understand, like, I'm just being Miley. Yeah, of course people would. She's That's just never going to go away. No, That's because Miley go is always going to be keeping the beekeeping. beekeeping. She is going to be. She's going to be beekeeping. John, can you imagine Miley? That the should be beekeeper? her concept for the next album. I'm here. Beekeeper. I'm here for that. Yeah. I like how somebody said she looks like a bartender at a. She looks like a bartender at um in Boston. <laughs> like just generally, just generally now, because she has the black hair with the blonde underneath. And they said oh, that she looks like right. every bartender uh, or waitress you know in Boston. And I was that like, whole, the underneath color thing is like, it's too 2007 for me. But you know what? I actually kind of like it on her. Is she going to rock a bump it next? Well, what's weird is I'm kind of shocked and surprised that it took her this long to do it because this is very fitting. Does she Skunk. not remind you of somebody who we would have gone to high school with who had that hair? That's what I mean. It's like it's too much it? of that. Yeah. I'm all right. Keep it. <sighs> I'm all right. It. Keep so. it. Listen, the only reason why, yes, it is tacky. It is tacky. But the if you were to review it, it on a scale of one to ten licked sledgehammers. I would give it a three, but I give it a ten for the people who pull it off and don't care. Right. So I guess in the middle it would be a six. Yeah, I would give it a zero. <laughs> so he just Sorry, reviewed Miley. a hairstyle. Um, for the first time. <laughs> for the first time on Mean Girls Interrupted, we're reviewing your hair. We, we should just like turn into being a hair review. Which well, is, since this is a non-visual medium, it would be very fun to describe what we're reviewing to people. I would love to describe people's hair. But right now, it's we a are chunky going low light with a little bit of a, a faux fringe. Speaking of hair, how are you feeling about Anya Taylor Joy's red 
Chwig. Yeah. How did I you feel about it? it? I liked it. I, she is, uh, while I was watching the menu, which stars kind of Anya Taylor-Joy. I know, me too. Because I'm she is, kind of obsessed with her. She's owning the wigs both on and off screen. Is she the new is, Nicole Wigman? That's what I was thinking during this movie. I was like, I've seen Anya Taylor-Joy in a plethora of wigs through like the much press she is doing for the menu. Like she does wigs and she's not hiding it. Good. See, look, she don't have to get her hair done. It's way faster. Let somebody make the wig on a mannequin and toss yeah. it on your head. Which I thought is, which I think is really clever for an actor. Glue especially yeah, for, for her, she is, she's sort of establishing for the public that you don't know who she really is under there. John, she looks like an alien and I love it. She's the yeah. most gorgeous. She's gorgeous. so ethereal looking. Yeah, that's like her thing. And I like her seeing her like out in public. She's always doing a look for the, the cameras. John, she, she, she has lives different looks. for the carpet. She, yes, she, she has different looks whenever she's going, whenever they snap the paparazzi snap pictures of her from the big black SUV to the building for whatever interview she's going into. She has looks specifically for that. That's a Lady Gaga move. Yeah. And I appreciate the effort. Like she's so aware of her celebrity, but she's yeah, John, like, she's, she's building a, out an image. John, she's like a, she's someone I look to for fashion now, which I think she wants. Yeah. She's like, oh, trend. I'm sorry. No joke. I'm always like, what is she going to wear? I'm yeah, like, what is she going to wear? I want to know what she's going to wear. It's bold. Pink, most likely. I will say her golden globe. She did have the yellow look. It was a little boring for me, but she still looked beautiful. True. Yeah. But I it mean. It was understated, but. She pulls off understated well. She does. She looks gorgeous. So yeah, eh. maybe she's saving it for the Oscars. Hopefully, I'm ready for the Oscars, dude. That's my favorite. Yeah, me too. That's where they really go all out. That and the Met Gala, obviously the Met Gala, but like for the I Oscars, mean, I want to see those gowns beach. Yeah, and Anya's rise to prominence is so it's like expected, but at the same time, such a spectacle to watch. Honestly, she looks like she could mean mug you across the room and I'd be like, I get it. Thank you so much. I'm garbage. You know that I exist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like her. She has an intro. Like we're starting to get little tastes of her actual John, personality. She does a great American accent. Yeah. She yeah, does she... a great American accent. Not once was I, I was like, I, I keep forgetting. I'm like, she is she is killing the American accent, the Ohio of it all. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, she does really, really good in this movie. Like, I like her. I mean, basically everybody's doing an American accent in, in this movie. Everyone is doing it. Well, except for. Because you have Nicholas Holt, who is. Who is uh, English. Yeah. Correct. Is he English? Yes. yes. Janet, Janet McTeer, who plays the um, uh, critic. By she's, the way, she's English. I love her. She, by she's the way, good. she's from Ozark, which I really, I didn't really know love. that she was in this. And I saw her and I was like, fucking work, dude. She's I good. was like, yeah, she's a stone cold B. Yeah. Uh, in the best way. Um, anyway, so this movie is uh, the menu. We said it was the menu. Right? Yes. Yes, we got that. It's directed by Mark Mylod or something like that, uh, who does a really great job. Um, uh, yeah. It's written by uh, Seth Reese and Will Tracy, and I believe one or both of them is a comedy writer for Late Night. Oh, okay. Well, that that tracks. That tracks for sure. Can I tell? 
Uh, we'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get we'll, into it. We'll get into it. So it stars Ray Fiennes as Chef Slowick, who... Which, by the way, I really yeah. want him to just shave just shave off your hair because, like, I know it's falling out. I think that he's very attractive. Interesting. I really do. Also, his brother. Wasn't his brother in... Um, Handmaid's Tale, uh, yes. Red Dragon? Uh, no, Ray Fiennes was in... Oh, that uh, was right. Ray Fiennes? In Red Dragon, but that was, like, 20 years ago. So yeah, I know. Looks- I remember you could see his... You could see it all. <laughs> you could. <laughs> you most definitely could. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. my favorite role of Ray Fiennes. <laughs> but, uh, is, is Red I'm Dragon? Like, you know what? Super glue me to a chair, to a wheelchair any day and set me <laughs> on fire. Light me on fire and send me <laughs> down <laughs> a San Francisco hill. <laughs> yeah. Because they're, they're the steepest. They are uh, the steepest. I mean, have you ever been down a San Francisco hill? John, and that I've is not a euphemism for something. Yeah, those hills are terrifying. I wouldn't even try to walk down one. Uh, it's terrifying, especially whenever you're in an Uber, because it's like you don't have control of the car and you're like on a roller coaster. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to go ahead and no. Yeah, there's a lot of hills there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy as Margot and... Uh, slash um, Aaron. Oh, yes. Margo we do slash spoil. Aaron. We spoil. We spoil. I mean, that one's not really a spoil. We know no. her name's not Margot. Right. She's she's a hiding thing. She's a she's a woman with a secret. She does have a secret. Yeah. And you're like, what are you hiding? What's the secret? Anya. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Holt as Tyler. He definitely looks like a Tyler in this movie. John, I was going to say he's an absolute Tyler. Yeah. He is a Tyler. He's a Tyler. But also it what seems a weird name. He you never hear very, that name anymore. I know. Right. It's so, so like old school. That's now not it's true. Just like now it's just like Machine Gun Kelly or something. Yeah. You know, born Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> yeah. So my birth certificate. Yeah. Um, so uh, Nicholas Holt's really good in this, I would say. He's good in a lot of stuff. He's like this he, likable asshole for some reason. John, what's wild to me is like Nicholas Holt was kind of around in a lot of stuff. And I fully I didn't know who was in this cast. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. In this, I saw snippets and I was like, oh, no, please don't flop. Not an annual flop. <laughs> I didn't want this to be a flop. You didn't and you didn't anticipate it being good. I didn't anticipate me enjoying it yeah. at all. And um, so seeing him in this, I was like, oh, cool. I was like, I haven't seen Nicholas Holt in a while. Yeah, I think he was doing like a, te- a, a Hulu um, thing for a while. Was oh, like a television series? Yeah, called The Great with um. Oh, Elle you're Fanning. right. But is that over? I think I'm not really sure. I hope yeah. they're still doing it because I heard it was great, but I also didn't <laughs> watch it. <laughs> yes, and it also has Hong Chao as Elsa. Um, is it Elsa? By the way, favorite character. She's my favorite character <laughs> yeah, in this I was entire just about movie. To say like. I don't Way know to, who she is. How I've do never you steal seen her. a show with this stacked cast? John, she robbed everyone. Yeah, she and she's like one of the only. Um, she's uh, my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, aside from uh, uh, Ray Fiennes, she's one of the only characters that interacts with everyone. Yeah, I love like, her. She has Truly. like dialogue exchanges with every single person, and it's almost like she's the mastermind of it all. John, right? She makes but, me think. Perfect. She was perfect for the role. They couldn't have cast someone better and for she, the role. She's not hiding who she is no. at any point in time. Like, no. 
you are well, clear where she, she stands. She's looking down on these people every step of the way. John, she hates them. Yeah. She can't stand them. And it's pretty clear that she's not your typical like mater d. No, uh, which I type. love. Yeah, it's like she's not subservient to you. It's the other way around. John, when they ask her for bread and she's like, no. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. She's that like, was, that was high tension for me because I know how rich people get if you tell them no. I was like, oh, no. She Something's truly was like, no. Yeah. They're like, so a place known for its bread, you're not going to give us any bread. And she's like, no. Yeah, I've been screamed at because I've, I've had to tell rich people no in my past jobs. And it's like it's because it's like whatever they're asking for is completely undoable and out of my hands. And I'm like getting nervous telling them no, because they're like jumped to a screaming at you. It's like. Like not everything revolves around you, but they think that it does. I know they do. This is why they I certainly do. They definitely do. Uh, interesting. And Janet McTeer, who's from uh, she does a really good run in Ozark. Uh, wow. I'm not sure if you're familiar. She is very good in Ozark. I haven't watched the show. Oh, she's so good. She, I think she comes in in like season two and it shakes everything up. She seems the type. Yeah. Like she's, well, she does it so good. She's and, not uh, just in Ozark though. Like no, she she's the, not. Yeah. No, she's she, been around. Yeah. But, um, also Judith light is randomly in this movie. Can you can you just give me a reminder? Is she, she plays oh, Anne. She's oh the God. wife. She's the wife. Yeah, she's like that. The sort wife of like whose the, husband. Yes. Yes. And also, she has some unredeeming qualities herself. She's not just a victim of an affair. Uh, no, she's not. <laughs> she has definite unredeeming qualities. Well, yeah, because at the end, she's welcoming and we'll get to it, guys. But she's like, thank you. Like, she can't wait. I'm like, bitch, what? Like, you are crazy. Psychopath. Um, yeah. So it also has uh, Arturo Castro, who plays Soren, who's one of the douchebags. Yes. Like the Wall probably Street the douchebag. main douchebag. Yeah. He's like the lead douchebag. And he's from Broad City. Yes. I recognize him. And I was like, where is that guy from? Because I remember his round face. He yeah. has a very unforgettable face. He's definitely not doing the same character he plays in Broad City. Not one <laughs> bit. I was like, yeah, this guy is an ass. But good for him, like not being stereotyped. No, or I type, like typecast. I mean, typecast. Um, it also has John Leguizamo as which, by the way, as what? movie star. The character's name is movie star. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is funny. Like everybody else has a name. And he's just but, movie star. Yeah. A movie that everyone hates. Yeah. Um, so uh, the producers are like among the types of Adam McKay and Will Ferrell, which it makes oh. sense. Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. It's, <coughs> I mean, it was it's it's like a drama, but a satire. And there are funny things that happen. It's a for horror. Sure. It's a horror satire. Yeah. It kind of blends a couple of different things. We it, got does, a mystery it does element. blend genres. And then there's there's definitely a horror element as oh, well. This is that definitely it, it definitely gives horror vibes for sure. Yeah. And it you can watch the it same now format. on HBO Max. You can or wherever you're getting your streaming, wherever yeah. you can find it. But it's also free on HBO Max. Yes. If you subscribe to that HBO Max, call HBO us. Max. Um, so anyway. <laughs> How does this thing? I, I watched it like a week ago. Okay. So tell me how we'll it goes We'll start it down. off like this. Okay. 
Anya Taylor-Joy and homie Tyler are standing on a dock and they're like, man, Tyler cannot stop talking about how much he loves food and how he's a foodie. And it's like, he can't wait to, John, the way they talk in this movie, I was like, oh my God, I can't make it through. I'm not. (laughs) And this is the shortest movie we've watched in a while and it's still an hour and 45 minutes. Yes. Um, so he's talking goes to by her fast though. It goes by quick. So he's talking to her and he's like, I can't wait to get on this boat. Yada, yada. And then she was like, well, how much does it cost? And he tells her and she's like, Oh my God. Why? Well, I, I mean, I, I think it was $850 no. a, t- a seat. Nope. It was at the very least 1200. Oh, right. Oh, you know what? I started I reading the tw- screenplay and it's 850 in the screenplay. They must have upped it in the script. It's tw- or in the movie. It's $1,200. Um, and so she's like, oh, my God, well, it's your dime, whatever. So then you see Anya. She's looking at the dock and she sees this man walk onto the boat. And she's like, fuck. And you're instantly you're like, she knows her who reaction. This person is. Her reaction is uh, jarring. Yeah. She's like, she knows who this person is. Yeah. And, and she's about to have a very intimate dinner with with, all, with, <laughs> with this him person. In the room. And it's like, oh, Lord. So now she's like, great. So you've been introduced to this character. There's a dynamic between these two. Yeah. Also, cool, interesting way to, like, bring tension immediately into the movie. Immediately. Outside of them all talking like the biggest douchebags. Oh, right. Because they're on the boat and you sort of get acquainted with everybody. The cast of characters, the ensemble. I love when John Leguizamo is on the boat. Everyone's on there. They're like, hey, we know you. And uh, he goes, we should have hired security so people wouldn't bother us. And his assistant <laughs> yeah. was like, no one's going to bother us because she knows <laughs> yeah. he's flop as, as, yeah. um, as Katya would put it, flop Tina bestie, <laughs> flop Tina bestie. So flop Tina bestie. So flop Tina bestie. You need to listen to their podcast. Bald okay. and beautiful. Um, we're plugging their podcast, the bald and the beautiful. It's very yes. funny. So flop Tina bestie is John Leguizamo and <laughs> no one cares that he's there except for that. He was famous. Like for they a they bit. see him and they, they acknowledge him that they know who he is, but they also express like, yeah, he was cool whenever I was a kid. And also they're all rich. So why do they care? Yeah, they don't care, but he's like, you know. They're they're rich, so who cares? They're like cool. He runs in the same circles because yeah, we all. And he's have obviously money. dating his assistant, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, very. So they get on this boat and they're on their way. They I don't know how many hours it takes, but they're on the it way takes, to an island. Yeah, it's, it's a thirty-minute boat ride, private yes. boat ride to a private island. Yes. Inhabited by a single chef, Ray Fines, and his uh, basically cult of chefs. John, it is a cult. It is an absolute <laughs> cult, which is when you realize you're like, this is a cult. This is a chef cult. You're like, yeah, this which is- I have to tell you what they do. They do exposit the full extent of how intense they are about this, this, this food experience that they're about to get oh, into. Yeah. Um, so what is it? There's only 12. Ta- there's only 12 seats. Yep. And they're all very much sought after. And you basically have to comply with whatever is put in front of you. And they do a, an extensive background check searches. They research their customers to the point that they it's take, actually criminal that it's criminal. And it also it, it's because the chef tailors the experience to each individual here. 
Um, so it's like a one of a kind, unique thing. And it's, but it's hella expensive. Hella expensive. It is something to be attained. But um, also just a side thing. Um, so whenever I heard about this premise of the, of the movie, I, I texted my brother who is a high end chef. Yeah. Like, does he say not, it's a cult? It, the way he, uh, that I get from, from him, it's, it's not like that, but it's, there's a culture for sure. Like within your specific um, kitchen. And he, so they, all, they treat the chef as like the top tier. He's like the general. And like, it's very much, ac- he said he watched it too. And I was like, what do you think? He was like, it's very accurate. Like it's so spot on. And the the terms that they use for like, you know, the sommelier who's like yes. saying the most ridiculous things throughout yes. about the wine he's pouring. Yes. He, was, he was like that. Those are actual. He noticed that those are actual real wines that would actually go really well with what they're actually serving these characters. So they and, did some research. Yeah. So he said like he was he was really, really impressed with like the level of detail, the accuracy with like the foods, the foams, the the pairings. Uh, also, the the way they describe it, it's all very, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, he's in that world. So, yeah, that's really and, OK. That's actually kind of interesting. That's good yeah. insight. And even whenever he's talking about his chef, he always refers to him as Chef Christopher because he works at this place in Phoenix called Christopher's. And so he's like, Chef Christopher took us out um, to this other high end restaurant where it was five hundred and fifty dollars t- a seat. And he treated oh, us to that. My Lord. Yeah. And then I was like, how was it? He's like, oh, it was a decent tasting menu and does all this vernacular that I don't understand. And I'm like, work. You're like, okay, cool. Speaking in riddles. Yeah. Ben has become this like, this like encyclopedia of like, like $2,000 bottle wines and crazy foods. Not for me, girl. When I'm broke, it's Bud Light. I'm like, yeah. I'm not trying. That's the barefoot and it is in the discount bin at the convenience store. And it's in a bag inside of a box. <laughs> and uh, that's <laughs> what I tell him broken too. broken glass in that bag because the bottle <laughs> yeah. dropped. Yeah, Ben, uh, he knows that I like, my brother's name is Ben. He knows that I like wine. And so he's always like, as a gift, he's like, maybe I can send you a bottle of whatever. I'm like, look, I take it straight from the, from the nozzle. Like I, <laughs> I do not care. But yes, I will drink it. <laughs> but yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. He's working on becoming a sommelier, which is really hard to do. Um, oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah. people have to trust you. Yeah. So he uh, he describes how things uh, uh, taste to me. And I'm like, how do you get that? That's wild. Yeah. He yeah. was like, he's like, um, there's skunk pheromones in this. Basically. Stuff like that, because they put the most random things like just saying it's like, um, I don't, I don't know how people taste it. I'm like, I don't know. My palate's ruined or something. I'm like, I'm, I'm not here for the flavor. I'm looking for the result. Give me a Circle K Rice Krispie Treat. Ten. Yeah, I'm self-medicating my trauma here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so, so I got a little inside scoop from, from my brother of how accurate these, this food journey actually is. And the culture of it all, the, the satire of it all is he appreciated. Well, good. I'm glad because like it does seem over the, it seems very, it's, this is, this is like, I mean, talk about pretension. Yes, yes, yes. The pretension was real. It's very, very real. Um, I was like, I cannot listen to any of these people. Um, it's, but it's, 
It took but, me a minute. I will say this. It took me a good 20 minutes, John, because I'm not joking. I was like, it's like, oh, no, am I going to have to turn this off? No. Well, I knew once, that it was a satire going in. And so I, I didn't was, know that I was immediately I laughing at what they were all saying. OK, I didn't know that. And I was like, I did not come on a food journey, girl. Like, <laughs> I, this is not. So about yeah. 20 minutes in, I was like, thumbs up. Oh, this I, was is like, funny. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> You're like, it's comedic. I'm like, okay, now that Elsa has been introduced, the, yeah. the playing field has changed. Yeah, once Elsa comes into the picture, you're like, oh, this is the movie. And the Elsa Hong Chow, she is delightfully giving them a tour of the island. John, she's my favorite person. She might be my favorite actor. Yeah, but right away. Time. Right away, <laughs> right away, we know things are going afoul because yes. she's checking, she's basically checking in uh the the people off the boat and basically IDing them essentially being like, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. And then she gets to Margot and Margot's not supposed to be there. And she's no. like, she's like, you're not supposed to be here. Basically. Like, what are you doing here? And there there's Elsa has a, has an issue with that. Oh, she does. But she also tells her, you know what? We're going to make sure that you have a wonderful evening. Yeah. And it's a, and it's another girl who's supposed who was originally supposed to be there with Tyler. So, so Tyler, Tyler and Anya Taylor Joy. So it's who? What's his name? What's the actor's name? I just escaped. Nicholas me. Holt. Nicholas Holt and Anya Taylor Joy are there together. Nicholas Holt was supposed to bring someone else who we find out is his ex-girlfriend that broke up with him. So he has Anya Taylor Joy there who is not supposed to be there. And you think, why is she not supposed to? Um, Twist, you do find bitch. out. You do find <laughs> out. And uh, so the entire time that so the, whenever they're finally seated at the table after the tour, like uh, um, Elsa seats uh, Margo and Taylor Joy in this other person's seat, she's like <laughs> she like brings it up again that she's not supposed to be there. And Anya Taylor yeah. Joy's like, what does it fucking matter? Like, <laughs> no, for real. She's like, I'm so annoyed. She's like, who cares? Yeah. But yeah, you do find out that. She probably shouldn't have come to this no, dinner tonight. Nobody should have gone to that dinner. Yeah. And you and like, so there's also whenever they get into the dining room, finally, and everybody takes their seats. Um, They're sort of like excited. They're on like pins and needles for the food. And it's, it's situated where there's the dining room, a little tiny bar, and they can see fully into the kitchen and what the chefs are all doing. It's like this army of the small army of chefs, like diligently working um, all uh, to cook. And they can see the whole part of the experience. So you can see your food being made. Yeah. And uh, and it's like this whole transparency thing. And then there's this big glass wall overlooking the water beyond that. Yes. Or, so like it's yeah. So the dining room's in the center of like this a gorgeous seaside view and uh, these really intense chefs. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of which is also I think is kind of a cool like um, juxtaposition. You have yeah. the fire and stuff happening in the kitchen and you have the calm of the ocean in the back. Yes. And I then think, in the center, yeah. you have these people who are like mixed in between like this, like these two, like different contrasting um, elements, the fire and the water of it all. Yeah. And I think that it's such a good it's a really pretty set. I have to say I would eat in there. Yeah, me too. Well, I'd be no, like, um, yeah, huh. maybe, maybe I wouldn't. After like before you watch the movie, you totally yeah. Before would. you watch the movie, you would yeah. Get in there. But also, it'd be kind of exciting. Yeah, that's not <laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> but uh, so 
there's a mystery being built uh, between. Uh, so yeah, Ray finds Nicholas Holt goes up to the student was like, "Hey, is that what and what machine that you're using?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, it is. Cool, cool, cool." And he's like, "I knew that because I'm a foodie and I know yeah. all this stuff." And he's like, "Take a seat." And he yeah. really does, and he's like, "Cause your first dish is gonna be served." Right, but it's a little aggressive the way the chef oh, is like very aggressive. He's like, "Get back." It's very clear up front that like there's something uh, ominous about the attitude of these chefs are taking towards the customers. Something of something's afoot, John. Yeah, like they're kind of aggressive and um, uh, and militaristic because that's what's happening. Uh, she uh, so. Uh, Chef Slowick, Ray finds he enters and everybody's like, there's a ripple of like, ooh, there he is. There he is. And uh, they're just like working, about to serve food. And then they serve the, the first round of food, which is like foam or something like that. Um, I believe the. F- um, so it's I can't not, remember. It's yeah. not foam. I think it's like a. Is it a scallop? Something. Yeah. But it's, not, it's something fancy. And it's like everybody has it. And they're like, this is divine. This is heavenly. You can taste the ocean. And yeah. uh, it's a hit, especially among uh, what's her face? Janet McTeer, Lillian Bloom. She's like, she's like, this place is really, really good. But she has like shady things to mention about his past, like past reviews or whatever. Yeah. She's kind of like a tough critic and like kind of shits on people for fun. Um, uh, yeah. And so we start to get to know all these characters. They all have something wrong. Like. Uh, the Wall Street guys, obvious, like they're douchebags, probably white collar criminals. And um, oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> probably kind of like obvious. And uh, the movie star, obviously, he has some flaws in there, but he's nice. He is nice. Um, he is flawed, but he is nice. Yeah. And uh, so Nicholas Holt, he, he is Tyler and he is he's such a you think that he's at first like this obsessed like food guru guy like foodie guy but he between the interplay between him and annie taylor joy he starts to get like aggressive and mean to her yeah he's like pretty douchey yeah he becomes a full asshole to her at very very quickly <laughs> yeah he's like you're embarrassing me and he's like why should you all of these things yeah. So this movie takes place in courses, if you guys don't know. So the first course happens and then it'll be like course two. And yeah. then another revelation is what happens. Yeah. Each time a, some, a food is served, it is served with a purpose, it turns out. Served with a purpose. And it's also to drive that story forward so that you kind of understand, wow, this movie's getting dark. Yeah. So like, I think one of the, is it the second or third course um, is, is the bread course. And then Ray finds each time he kind of like jars everybody with this, with a clap of his hands to pay attention to him because he precedes each course with like a monologue or a story or a purpose behind it. Yes. 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 He tells the story of how his mom's drunk and he stabbed his dad, which was crazy. Uh-huh. Um, so that was a revelation because you're and like, also this guy his is mom is psycho. there sitting alone in the corner drinking, yeah, who, who he clearly hates. And she doesn't say a word. No, she's a silent entity. <laughs> so but there's and everybody's sort of unnerved by her presence. Yeah, her presence is weird, though, because she's fully in a sweat pant like sweat yeah, suit. She's not having a good time either. No, she don't want to be there. So he tells uh, what course is that? It could have been like the third course. It's the third course. They didn't get their bread. And this is where things start to get weird. 
Right. Because he, he starts to make a social statement about their status and like how bread was perceived back in the day as a peasant food. But now like um, all these rich people, they're just demanding bread. But tonight he's saying no, because it, it, they're above that and they're in their social status, their money status or whatever. So he presents a plate of literally nothing. It's a it's a plate of nothing but like these weird sauces that would have gone with bread. And he's like, you can have the sauce, but you get no bread. Yeah. And everybody's kind of like at this point starving. They're like, <laughs> where is the food? You gave us a scallop and some seaweed to eat and literal seaweed. Yeah, it was just it's scallop and seaweed so far. And um, and like the- so they're like, where's our bread? Where's our bread? And that's when you get the douchebag guys. From the Wall Street, the Wall Street guys who are like, um, so Elsa comes up and they're like, uh, ma'am, can we get some bread? We won't tell anyone. And it's like you're in a room full of 12 people. Yeah. And There's she's like, just like, no, she's like, absolutely not. Absolutely and they give her not. a hard time. So she walks away. She basically is like, you're not getting bread, bitch. Like, go. she whispers something, though, before she oh. kind of like puts them in their in her in their places. She like bends down to pick up like somebody's dropped fork or something. And no. she whispers in and uh, the guy from Broad City's ear. She says something really ominous. I'll tell you what she says. So she's actually because fi- I loved this. I was like fucking roasted him, dude. So <laughs> she's fixed. She's like, let me help you with that. And it's his napkin that she's putting on his lap. She goes up to him. She was like, she was like, you're going to eat more than you deserve tonight. She said, you're going to get That's as, right. you're going to get as little you're, she says something along the lines of you're going to as little and you're also going to get more than you deserve. Yeah. And then she and, walks uh, away and he's like, what does that even mean? And it's so ominous. And I'm like, things are I wish I could good. remember verbatim because I was like, oh shit. I was like, yeah, what does she and mean? this is what I love about the movie. It's like, they do that. They just, they gradually increase the, the, uh, the, the tension. actual tension. Yeah. It's like. Like you're building towards something, obviously. Well, at this point, there's no bread, and Anya Taylor Joy is not having it. She's, she's like, I'm not, not going to try with the this. whole experience at all. She's like, this is boring and lame. And Ralph Fiennes is basically like, Oh wait, all oh, right, yeah, yeah. So she she, she doesn't she doesn't eat the things that are put in front of her, and he she notices. doesn't eat the first thing. Nope, and he notices. He's like, Why would you eat it? She's like, I don't want to. Like, yeah. is there going to be real food here? He's like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't want to. Uh, I like, get to none of this is appealing to me. I don't want it. Sorry. I choose to eat and what I eat when I eat. And he's shook. Because he, she's the only one in the room who is not impressed by what, what's going on. Yeah, he's not. She is not impressed. And he's like, what? So he starts to peg her as someone else, like someone yeah. different. And also, she's not supposed to be there. She's and he not. Knows that. And he tells her, too. Yeah. He said, you're ruining everything. She's like, what? So like, everyone what hears, the fuck am I ruining? Everyone's she gets like, you're mad. a thorn. Yeah, they're like, she's a thorn in the side. Yeah. But and she so isn't. Whenever, so she kind of like stands up to him whenever he comes to like confront her at the table. And uh, she basically wins that whole argument because she just refuses to be like eating this stuff. Yeah. And the, uh, so he walks away and Tyler and she gets up. No, he, he gets mad and she gets up because this is where the turning point kind of happens. Right. She gets up to go to the restroom. Okay. Yeah, she goes in there to smoke and Ralph finds opens up the women's restroom and goes in and she was like, why are you in here? He's like, you he's can't like, be smoking in here. <laughs> he doesn't even say that. He's basically like, why won't you eat my food? She's like, yeah. I don't want to. 
what the fuck do you care? Why yeah. do you care so much? You've already been paid. Like, I don't want to eat it. And he's like, you're not like them. It was like, yeah. you're not like these people. Who are you? She's like, my name is Margo. He's like, you don't remind me of a Margo. Yeah. It's like, you're not a Margo. So he basically calls her out and it's like, you're not telling the truth. You're and... not who you say you are. Who are you? Right. And we learn later why he's pressing her so hard because yes. he needs to have some sort of a justification to do what he's going to do. The plan is to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so he needs so, to know who she really is. Yep. So she fucking books it. She says, get the fuck out of my way verbatim she's like get out of my fucking way loser so she gets out of that <laughs> and she goes to sit down yeah and she's basically she's very unnerved by the whole thing and tyler's not making anything better for her because he's like fully embarrassed by her behavior no and this is this is the next scene is where shit starts getting real weird yeah 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 i can't remember the exact order of events so i can't i'm trying to remember the exact orders well i just watched it so i should remember but i believe what's the first thing where you're just like the first oh, thing shit. is where oh they go outside tyler nope the sous chef tyler the sous chef shows up, not to remember who tyler talks to in the beginning yes yes they present this little drop cloth and they have all this stuff it looks very ceremonial this, it looks super ceremonial and they're like our next course is going to be super entertaining so the sous chef that Tyler talks to in the beginning stands on this drop cloth of whatever. It's got like these. It looks like lavender. I'm and not he really looks, sure. He looks like something's going a lot's going on in his a mind. A lot is going on in his mind because there's tears welling in his eyes. And Ralph Fiennes goes, you want to be like me, but you'll never be as great as me. Will you? Will you? And so he keeps talking and they're putting on this show and everyone's like, oh, this is part of the menu. We're getting this show. This is so amazing. Yeah. And he was and like, Janet McTeary is fully invested. She's like, I love this. This is she, amazing. Oh, dude. She's like, this is some <laughs> theatrics and drama. And so the sous chef is standing there in the center of this dining room and he's talking. And Ralph finds is basically like, you're a piece of shit. Your life is not as good as mine. Do you want my life? Do you want your life? And the guy was like, no. Next thing you know, he pulls out a revolver and shoots himself in the fucking head. Yeah, this is where the, the movie takes a turn. <laughs> and in the moment he shoots his head, all of the chefs in the back draw plastic across all of the food so no blood gets on it because yeah. it was all planned. Right. And everyone's like, oh my God, did this just happen? And they're like, no, no, no. It's so just like, part dude, of the show. There's is it no a way. Show? Is it real? But everybody is like now fully alarmed. Everyone's and freaking out because this Andy dude Taylor Joy knows what's up. She knows this is real. She's like, this is not good. We got to get the fuck out of here. But um, also, uh, Tyler is weirdly just eating food. Tyler's like, I didn't expect that. He starts laughing and he's like, I certainly didn't see that coming. Yeah. And so because something's if, wrong with him. Yeah. Something is wrong with Tyler and we do figure it out. He's not we just figure it out dope. later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everybody, there's this whole ripple of like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on here? And, uh, they, some, uh, the, is it the movie star who's like, I'm getting out of here and they, no, 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 no. So here's what happens next. Yeah. What happens? So he wants to leave. And the next thing that happens is, um, it's the, so it's the old guy that Anya Taylor joy recognized getting on. It's like, we're leaving. He grabs yeah. his wife to leave. 
And they're like, no, get back to your seat. You need to get back to your seat. Yeah. And he's like, no, we're getting out of here. And Elsa's like, no, get back to your seat. And they said, we're going to take something. They're like, get his ring finger. They grab a knife from the kitchen, put his hand on the table, and they cut his ring finger off. Yeah. And, they cut and his finger off. And everyone now is like, what is this, happening? Yeah. Everybody now is on board with like, this is getting Something, deadly. They're <laughs> like, we're being held hostage. They realize, oh, great. We're being held hostage. Yeah. So it Except totally turns. for Tyler. Tyler's just eaten. Tyler's just eating and he is enjoying the experience. He's he came here to experience. He can't wait. No, he so can't wait he doesn't at all. care what's happening. Tyler does not care, but everyone else is like, we're being held hostage. We have to go. Yeah. But, so homie gets his finger cut off and they're like, OK, time for the next meal. Yes. And I think the that's it, when the tortillas come out. Yes, the tortillas do come out. And that's where you there's a reveal about why everyone is actually here. Yep. Everyone's there and the tortillas have been scanned. It's the first time they've ever done it. So each tortilla on each table represents something about the people eating it. Yeah, so they've, they've uh, sort of burned and etched these images of, some, of the person eating the tortilla. And so I believe, uh, yeah, so Tyler gets um, his tortillas and it's all... Pictures all, of him taking pictures of the food that he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah, because there was a strict rule of no taking pictures of the food because they they rather their food be ephemeral was the, was the term. And so like but he was taking pictures and like people were noticing and getting Which, annoyed. come back to this because I have a problem with that. I have okay, a problem cool. with that part of the script. OK, cool. <laughs> so, uh, so it's all like pictures of him taking pictures of his food on the tortilla. And he's like, what? This is crazy. And then um, it's like, I just did this. How did this happen? Yeah, and uh, did Anya get some or no? Because she was not Anya supposed to be there. Anya didn't get any because she wasn't supposed to be there. It was supposed to be someone else. Right. It was supposed to be a reveal of whoever was actually supposed to be there. Um, and so the the douchebags get like this uh, scans of like this image of like documents, like basically financial documents, and that that criminal uh, activity. And they recognize it right away as criminal activity, and they're like, they're not supposed to. How do they know this? And uh, so and they get riled up and uh, and then what John Leguizamo gets something about infidelity or something like that. Is that right? Something along those lines. It's I'm not I'm not 100 percent certain with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, uh, which McCallit and then the the ring finger guy uh, who just got his finger cut off. He gets um, images of him with sitting with someone. Sitting with someone with sitting with a woman, but with because it's on a tortilla, you can't really get the definition. But no. the wife is like, huh, interesting. Where, when like, and where was this? this? Who's that woman? He's like, it was you, basically. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah. So they're all very alarmed. And then uh, the chef pretty much tells them that, that they're all here because this, that or the other. And um, uh, is it do they do the thing with the person outside in the water at this point? I can't so, remember. Yes, this is exactly when. So the douchebag guys are like, there's a guy who owns you. He owns this place and he owns you. Why are you doing this? Let right, us it's leave. The, it's the angel investor company. Yes, the angel investor company. And he was like, yes, they do. But by the way, we have a show to put on. He was like, everybody turn around and look out at the ocean. <laughs> yeah. So when they turn around, the investor who owns this island and the restaurant is being suspended above the water wearing angel wings. And he is being lowered slower and slower 
while Ralph finds is basically like monologuing I'm t- hard. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being owned by someone. The only way to stop it is to kill this person and you're all going to watch. Yeah. So he drowns this fucker in front of everyone. And you're like, this movie has absolutely taken <laughs> so many twists and turns. Yeah. Ray Fiennes is a psychopath. And so is his army cult of chefs. Um, and uh, yeah. And then so he bas- so everybody's basically intimidated into complying with whatever the next course is going to be because they're here to have a dinner. The next thing that happens is when they go outside. Yes. And so he takes them all outside and they're like, basically all like, we're going to die. We're all going to die tonight. We're all going to die. And, um, uh, uh, whatchamacallit. And then he's like, and then he tells all of the men to, uh, to run into like the woods of this, of this thing. And before with a little bit of a head start before they start getting hunted by the, um, the chef staff. Yeah. (laughs) And that all happens and it's all like whatever. And then so while the men are gone, he takes the women back inside and they all just sit. They all just get to uh, sit and drink wine and chill. Yeah. And wait for. And so you think that these men are going to be dying out there like they're going to be slaughtered. And that's the vibe. But it's literally just uh, to be caught. It's just a cat and mouse to like freak them out. Yeah. And it's just mental torture. Yeah, and so they all get caught and are brought back. But they not, did not before Anya Taylor-Joy is sitting at the table. They're all talking. And mm-hmm. one of the chefs there was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was my suggestion for everyone to die tonight. Not just you guys, but us. And she's like, I'm really proud of it. So basically, oh, right. yeah. the cult is like, we're going to die, and so are you. And Anya Taylor-Joy is sitting there like, she lights up a cigarette. She's like, not that it fucking matters to any of you people, but my name is Aaron, and I'm basically from Nebraska. And the yeah. rich woman across the way is like, you know, my husband, don't you? She looks at her. She's like, well, yeah. Yeah. So she basically admits <laughs> to, you know, servicing yeah. this woman's husband. That's how she knows the guy. She does. And I feel like there's also a, there's also a scene where Anya Taylor Joy, she goes into a chef's office. She does. And she's just like. And she's just like, yeah, I know this guy. And he's like, he hired you, didn't he? So we learn that she is a sex worker. And, and he refers to her as, you're somebody who works in the service industry. Yeah. Because he so, works in the service industry. And, she's like, and he's like, well, everyone's going to die. And you get to decide, do you want to die with us? Or do you want to die with them? Yeah, right. 15 minutes. And so she basically decides to die with them. She's like, I'll die with all of you guys. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, there's also like a tie in with that creepy tie in with that guy and his daughter, his dead daughter. Weird. Yeah. The dude, he does say he was like, tell me that bag. you love me. Oh, he's disgusting. He's he disgusting. deserved to have his finger cut off. Yeah. And so. Uh, so, yeah. So she uh, Anya Taylor Joy decides to. I think about it for a little while. She's so like, she's, oh my God, this is a hard choice. I'm going to die, but who with? <laughs> yeah, so she's trying to like find an angle out. And um, so when they all, all the guys get caught and brought back into the kitchen and sat down. And so uh, they're all terrified. And then what else goes down? Like The a next bunch thing of- that happens is this. The next thing that happens is Ralph is like, okay, time's up. The, the timer goes off. That's when the timer goes off for Anya Taylor-Joy to figure out uh, when she's going to, who she's dying with. He's like, okay, meet me in the kitchen. So she goes in the kitchen. He's like, she's like, I'm going to die with you. He's like, cool. 
why don't you go out to that little smoke area? There's a little smoker or the, um, it's not a smoker. It's where they dry the meat. The smokehouse. Yeah. The smokehouse is like, go to the smokehouse, uh, go get this barrel. I told one of these people to get the barrel and they forgot. And it's supposed to be Elsa. Okay. So this now Anya Taylor joy is like, fine, I'll go get the barrel. And she goes out there and finds a knife. And she ends up going into Ralph Fine's house where they're not supposed to go. No one's supposed to be in Chef's house. But guess right. what? Chef's house looks just like the restaurant. It is oh, <laughs> identical to the fucking restaurant. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Which part. is so weird. Yeah. It's identical to the restaurant except for kind of tucked further away on the island. Yeah. And Elsa's in there. And Elsa's like, you're not supposed to be in this house. You've been a nuisance since you got here. She right. was like, you're not going to replace me. He never told me about that thing. He was like, he's going to replace me. And she tries to kill Anya Taylor-Joy in this house. Right, because she's Elsa's crazy. She's a psycho. And she doesn't take any threats from nobody. And so no. they, have a, they have a scrap. They absolutely scrap. They scrap in the kitchen. Elsa gets hit in the head with something that... Um, Oh, we also forgot to mention that Tyler is forced to cook. Oh, right. Because they're like, oh, you think that you can do what we do? They're like, let's Here's ask your why moment. you're here. Here's your moment. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler's forced to cook some whatever. It's it's he, the it's the, you can if you uh, make a hamburger. No, he's, the lamb. He was oh, right. Him, lamb. He was he's like, like, oh, yeah, right, right, right. He's like, you can make whatever you want. What are you going to make? He's like, lamb. Do you have so any he lamb? Make some lamb and the chef it's is rare. like. Yeah, the chef's like, this is terrible. Chef whispers something in his ear and homie goes to the back and hangs himself, literally hangs himself. And that's when Anya Taylor-Joy is asked to go get it. Now, fast forward to her in the fight. Yes. Elsa and Anya Taylor-Joy are fighting. Anya Taylor-Joy bests her and stabs her right in the throat. Yes. And she's like, I ain't dining here. Yeah. She's like, sorry, I'm scrappy. I'm going to I'm going to dominate. Yeah. If we're all going to die, what difference does it make? I'm going to stab you in here. Yeah, so she kills Elsa, and then, um, and then what else goes down from there? She goes back to the restaurant, and she has this, what appears to be a tin. It's like this barrel, and yeah. she kicks the barrel, and they're like, great, now go sit in your seat. Oh. So <laughs> they're mad at her. They're mad at her now because he was like, you went into my house. He was like, you're just like them. You're a taker. You're a taker. He was like, you're not dying with us. You're dying with them. So she's like, whatever. <laughs> he's on to the next course. He was like, the next course is going to be prepared shortly. And so while this is happening, you see Anya Taylor Joy, the gears are turning up in her head. She's like, I got to get out of here. And she's right. like, and then the light goes off in her head. She stands up and she was like, I don't like your food. And I want to send it back. And, and Ralph finds like, like, excuse me. No one ever sends it back. She was like, I don't like it. I'm not satisfied. She said, in fact, I've been hungry all day. He's like, you've been hungry. She's like, I'm starving. And he's like, and she's like, how about you make me a cheeseburger? And the reason why this is significant is because while she's in chef's house, she sees him smiling and he's at hungry Howie's burger place. And the only time he's smiling is when he's flipping a burger. Right. Right. As a young person. And so she as was a like, young chef. And so she as, uses that knowledge. Yep. She uses it to be like, you know what? I want a cheeseburger. And he was like, I'll make you the best cheeseburger ever. She's like, I doubt it, but you can try to prove it. And so he shuts down the kitchen to make painstakingly create 
a cheeseburger. It's like, how do you like it prepared? She's like medium how, topping. She said American cheese. It was like American cheese is the only cheese that doesn't break. So she was like American cheese. So he goes back there and makes John. It looks like the most delicious cheeseburger. I'm it looks really, really good. It looks incredible. So he goes back there to make her the most delicious cheeseburger. And and he puts it in like a to go bag. No, <laughs> so, no, he does not. Oh, wait, no, that's not that's right. He does right. not. That's my so imagination. We, the, we did forget the part where she's in. It, it's irrelevant. There's too much to get through. So she's like, I don't like this. And everyone in the restaurant is looking at her like, bitch, what are you doing? She's playing mind games. What are you doing? <laughs> so he makes the cheeseburger. He's like, what kind of fries do you want? Julienne or crinkle cut? Next thing you know, chef is bringing out this, the most delicious lurking cheeseburger with these delicious crinkle cut fries. And Anya Taylor-Joy takes a bite and he's just staring at her while everyone else is staring at her. Like, she goes, What's going to happen? She goes, <laughs> Now this, this is a cheeseburger. And he's like, mm, yeah. So he's all happy. Now he, Validation. Thinks he, now he thinks he can move on to finish the whatever he decided to kill everyone. But Anna Taylor-Joy goes, you know what? My eyes were bigger than my stomach. Can I have a box? And can I mm-hmm. get this to go? And he's, his brain, he looks like he is having a short circuit. Yeah, because he's like hardwired to be in the service industry or something like that. She wants it to go. And he's like, yeah. what? Huh? So <laughs> he just he goes lets and get, her go. He gets her a go box and a gift bag and he lets her go. And everyone else is still sitting in their chairs preparing to die while Anna yeah. Taylor Joy is like, peace. Right. And there's a moment where she like looks back, but Judith Light is like, you know what? Just go. She said, go. She does. She's like, get out of here. <laughs> Like, you don't belong here. You're not supposed to be here. Yeah, she's like, get out of here. Yeah, and she does. And she gets away on a boat. She does. She gets away on a boat, which there is a twist that involves that boat. But we're Mm -hmm. not going to tell you what happens. It's like a little fun. It's a fun moment. A fun one. It's a fun moment with the um, Coast Guard. Exactly. So uh, while she's getting away, um, Ray finds he Buddhist monks himself. Uh, not before he puts a lay, a massive lay of marshmallows around everyone and a oh, giant right. chocolate topping on <laughs> because it's everyone's dessert head now. <laughs> because it's dessert. Yeah, he skipped the main course and goes to dessert, which is s'mores. And which is something what? that none of none of them would ever eat in their lives. It would be a s'more because it's beneath them. It's like common people stuff. Yep. He hates rich people. Clearly, he hates yeah. rich people. He dresses um, them up as, as s'mores and real s'more stuff, and then he sets everything ablaze. And that barrel that Anya Taylor-Joy was told to go get turns out to be an explosive. Uh, it's full of what I'm assuming is some sort of, I don't it's know. Like kerosene, gasoline, something. something. And it's linked to like the sprinkler system. <laughs> <laughs> but Anya Taylor-Joy is now on the boat, and behind her, the whole, basically the building just blows up. Yeah. And everyone inside dies, including the chefs and everything. And she takes a bite of her delicious looking burger. Yeah. (laughs) She gets out of there and she's just sort of like nonchalant, like whatever. She's like, I can't (laughs) believe this just happened. Yeah. Well, that was the menu. And that was the menu. I think. What did you the, the thing for me was like, why did he let her go after reminding him of his past as like a a humble 
a cheeseburger person, cheeseburger flipper. That's probably why, because she, I think the reason why is because he was like, you know what? Maybe I misjudged her. Like she recognized that this was what made me the happiest. And he was smiling while he was making it. Right. So she, oh, (laughs) right. So he, she was basically paid for her freedom by making him happy in just a small fleeting moment. Like he hasn't felt happy in a really long time. And he got to do something he loved, which the last thing he made was a cheeseburger, which brought him joy. And so he let her go and everyone else was stuck and they didn't even get a burger. They had empty stomachs, basically. John, they all died starving. The last thing they ate truly was a tortilla with their face on it. Yes. And what I thought was funny was like, while they're all there dressed as s'mores, they John, all look was, terrified. They did. And that was hilarious. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe you just turned them all into s'mores, basically. And like they, but they're all just sitting there. No one's they're trying not. to leave. He even says, he said, you guys all could have overpowered us and none of you tried. Why? Because they're here for that experience. They're yeah. kind of into the experience. Yeah. He said, you all could have left, but none of you tried to. Why? They would never have this experience at any other time. And they probably deep down, maybe the subtext of that is like they all know how terrible they are. Hopefully, because here's the thing is they're all terrible people. Every single one of them is a terrible person. Yeah. But I do have the this is what bothers me is like. So the only person who got the invite clearly that knew they were going to die that night was Tyler. Right. Tyler, it is revealed that he knew from a back channel that this was the plan for this evening. The plan was for everyone to die. And he knew going into this, he was going to die. So he is suicidal and he does commit suicide by hanging himself. Yeah. And the chef was like, so the person you were going to bring, where is she? He was like, that was my girlfriend. She broke up with me. He looks at Anya Taylor-Joy and he's like, so you hired this woman knowing that she was going to die. And Tyler's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. He didn't like he knew Anya Taylor Joy was going to die tonight. And he he knew everyone was going to die, which is why he enjoyed every moment and knew when that guy shot himself, it was real. Yeah. But he he didn't expect that to happen. He He was was there to eat his last meal. Yeah. And he did. He did that. But uh, Anya Taylor Joy gets away scot free. Thank goodness. Everyone else is roasted yeah i love that they used um graham cracker bits to uh ignite the fire oh that's right that was like the fuse (laughs) john i actually think those things are incredibly flammable a cinnamon is a flammable thing so have you uh, have you ever seen there's like this viral video of like a cinnamon factory going up in flames no that sounds terrifying though yeah well it worked everyone got fucking roasted it's crazy. This is a it's a wild movie, a wild ride. I I liked the tone of it. It's very specific and uh yeah, satire is like so hard to pull off successfully, I think. And they did a really the writers did a really really good job and the director did a good job of like capturing that tone. I think they did a great job with this movie. I was fully surprised cuz 20 minutes in, the actually I think it was the first 15 I was like, "Oh no." I was like, like a oh, pretentious food movie. No, I was like, fuck, I can't do this. Yeah. But Anya Taylor-Joy, she has good choices in movies that she does. She's 
I don't think she would do a movie that's just a pretentious food movie. No, plus it was really well cast, so good for them. Yeah, I mean, the acting is really cool. My favorite character, of course, is Elsa. I loved Elsa. Yeah, Elsa I was, really did. She was, like, meaner than Ray Fiennes. God, she was awful. Well, Ray Fiennes was evil, but they were both, like, terrible. Yeah, and, like, the, the one-off waitress who's just, like, sort of like, <laughs> this was all my idea, was kind yeah, of funny. she was, actually. <laughs> Like the decision to kill all these people was so mindless and just like a throwaway. Just like I was the one who suggested it. And I'm so happy that they decided to run with it. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, damn. On a scale of one out of 10. Um, hmm. One out of 10. Uh, the the uh, chopped off ring fingers. What would one you give of, it? One out of 10 chopped off ring fingers. Hmm. Okay. Coming from an okay, I want to come from an audience standpoint. The beginning, the beginning, I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna have to turn this off." But it worked towards it at the end, yeah. which I was happy about. I liked yeah. it, and when I realized that what I was into was it not takes serious, I was like, "Okay, I'm enjoying this." Yeah. From like a critical standpoint, um, I don't want to be too critical, right? Because I mean, was there, I think. I think overall between both. John, I don't know. I might give this one a seven. I might give this a seven. Seven. Wait. Seven and a half. Okay, cool. I'm going to give this a seven and a half. That's fair. I Uh, like the acting. Yeah, the acting is good. I mean, like you're going to get good performances out of really good actors. Can I be honest? And the reason why is because there were some moments I do feel like some things were cut. And they like refilmed it because remember when they're outside, Mm. like what was the point of them running away? Because Ralph Fiennes was like, and if the chefs catch you Mm -hmm. and then they all run, the first dude runs away before he can finish. What was he going to say? Because it makes me feel like they ended up um, rewriting some things because it wasn't going to work. Right. I thought, um, yeah, there was a problem with that sequence for me because I, I wanted somebody to die as a result. Yes. There, um, John, but there wasn't enough payoff for me for how. How crazy it was, I thought people were going to drop while they gradually. were in there. I thought people were going to be killed gradually and not all at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is what would have made the stakes more for me. Yeah. Only one person in there. One person died on the inside and it was one of the workers. Yeah. And he had enough care. The, they had enough characters to um, to kill off during like the. the John, cat there were a bunch of throwaway. There were a bunch and of throwaway characters. The um, the, the guys from um, what is it? Wall Street. The other two that aren't the main ones. Yeah, they could have they could have done with uh, dying out there in the in the wilderness. Somebody. So, yeah. And kill like, the old man out there. I was expecting they were going to catch him and just fucking work. Yeah, which would have been like really cool. Someone um, gets away. Maybe someone gets away and they drown in the ocean. I don't know. Right, right. Like that a little something more me. like that. Yeah, yeah. Because me too. Me we too. got a lot of monologues and there wasn't a ton of payoff to make it seem like he goes, which is, and this is when I get back to him saying, none of you guys fought to get out of here and you really could have because the stakes weren't high enough. All you did was chop a dude's finger off and everyone here believes that guy killed himself and it was fake. Yeah, or maybe a little bit more um, interplay with the with the shitty customers being like making that decision for themselves and like having having like a scene or two where there's some dialogue of like we could just go right now and like but I kind of want to see what happens. 
<laughs> yeah. and they kind of like play off of that whole like this is a this is a genuine prestige experience where we're all gonna die and i want to see that go down <laughs> yeah see and they could have done that but at this everyone just kind of sat there at the end and accepted their fate no one fought. Yeah. and mm. these people are pretentious enough to be like no i deserve to live none of right. them tried to fight if you're gonna die anyway try to fight your way out yeah, that's what bothered yeah. me, because for me, I was like, like a little more like back and forth, push and pull resistance among right? them. So, yeah. So maybe there was like sort of like a revive, like really a, seems like a like reshoot s- vibe or something like that. It really seems like something happened. Hmm, that's I could be mistaken, but. Well, I'm, I'm currently reading the script, so I will let you know. OK, because so. I'm going to give this a 7.5 because don't get me wrong. I love the actors. The cast was great. Yeah, it was really good. There are a lot of really very entertaining moments in this. Yeah. Elsa is the shit. Her lines were delivered perfectly. Yeah. A really good dialogue throughout this movie. I would say they give you the pretension that you expect. And I don't know, (laughs) but overall for me. Yeah. What about you? Uh, For me, I would probably give it, um, I I would do, um, I would probably give it like about an eight. Okay. Just because it is like high quality stuff, there's accurate things going on. It's a, it's true. It, punch, it punches up a lot of the time, and I'm like, I love that kind of humor. Um, punching down is like, is kind of like whatever for me at this point in time. I do agree. Punching up is best. Yeah, punching up is great, and this does it well. Um, and uh, yeah, I just thought it was like an interesting take. It was a fun concept. Uh, it was a fun concept, the cult in the kitchen concept. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it, for me, it's like the originality of the story, like, and also the fact that this kind of movie actually got made, like, it was kind of cool for me. Yeah, well, because the cast. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a hard sell, for I think, to to get financing for this type of a thing. But once you hook in, like, an Anya Taylor-Joy, then you're going to get financed. Um, so I'm glad whoever said yes first made it happen yeah um but yeah it was just really really good it's clever it's well written in my opinion and so it's an eight but it does lack some things like that the payoff element of it like towards the end i really did want more like it gets crazy and wild but i wanted i wanted it does kind of drop off though yeah i wanted it to build as much as the tension did right because once okay once the guy's finger got cut off i was like oh my god what is this and yeah. then I think it does go in the finger cut off and then the guy kills himself. Yeah. So, and I was like, holy shit. And I was like, okay, the next meal is going to be this dude. Yeah, like they're gonna, up. The dude who just killed himself, they're preparing him. That's, That's what, what I, I thought, thought too. I thought there was going to be cannibalism involved and there was not. There wasn't. I was led to believe yeah. there was going to be something that it wasn't. Like a literal eat the rich moment. Yes. Um, and it didn't happen. He, yeah, it just wasn't ratcheting up the violence in the same way that the tension was ratcheting up. You yes, because I mean? the tension was very good at the beginning. And then when they ran away outside, that was fine. But the tension does kind of peter out. Yeah. Um, the tension peters out. And then it just turns into this like, you're all rich and I hate the rich and I'm going to burn the rich. I'm like, we all hate the rich. Yeah. And he does it. I'm just like a little bit lackluster ending. Yeah. But um, overall, but, though, I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy yeah. this movie. Yeah, I think we're basically there with I'm more aligned with the critics, which they did an 88 oh. percent, which is high. And then the audience score is 76 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. See, I guess in that sense. And I did say 
I think I'm more aligned with the audience probably. Right. Cause this says the audience says the menu's got a great cast and plenty of fun moments. Although the ending might strike some as a little tough to swallow. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> and the critics say, while it's social commentary relies on basic ingredients, the menu serves up black comedy with plenty of flavor. You got you gotta love the food puns. It's John. I feel like the puns are just <laughs> happening now. The pun is just they gotta make it. Yeah, have fun with it, guys. But uh, I, I don't, don't think That's either. A... I don't think either one are wrong. Yeah, there's good do... to both. I think just like we both said, the end, yeah. the payoff's not enough, but the cast is freaking great, and it is a dark comedy, and we don't get a lot of dark. Yeah, it registers as indie film to me, so I'm glad that's happening again. Yeah, which is cool. So, yeah, overall, I would say don't miss it. It's not it's not a bad movie. Yeah, don't miss it on HBO Max. Yeah. But with that, Travis, we did it again. I know we always do. We always do it. And I feel like I feel like we covered all of our bases with the menu. We did. We covered everything with the menu. How did we you like the, the menu? entire menu? How did I like the menu? What was your favorite part about this menu? You know, I wish they had. I wish they. Um, well, oh, what was my favorite part about the menu? Um, no, it's like a, the the food tasting. Did it taste oh, good? Oh, the food tasting. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so my favorite part. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I was like, well, the food tasting. It was pretty good. Yeah. There, there wasn't a good, whole lot of food in this movie, if you think about it. There were some pretty it. good bites. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of food, actually. I'm no, like, what wasn't. are they doing back there in that kitchen? Food for thought, John. Food oh, for oh, thought. You know what? That's what this movie Travis, was about. When you're right, you're right. I know. Yeah, there was what a lot say? of food for thought. Sure was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, that... Uh, <laughs> Follow, rate, review, five stars only, please. And tell your friends. Tell your friends. Don't forget Word to email us. Mean Girls Interrupted at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of this. Tell us what you thought of the menu. Also, if you have a movie you want us to watch, you can do it there as well. Yeah. Put so, whatever. Put whatever in the subject. Say, hey, fam. And we'll be like, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. We'll just reply back, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send you a little voice memo. Right, and then you'll get to hear us even more. Yay. Uh, with so, that, Travis, I'm going to have to see you at the movies. Roll the credits. Um, you delicious American staple of a dessert uh, surrounded by graham crackers and uh, shitty Hershey's chocolate and a melted marshmallow s'mores. And a melted Ray Fiennes. And a melted Ray Fiennes. <laughs> Uh, the menu. Bye.